Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host, Daniel Powell, speaking. Um, I'm solo today as far as uh, Dave and Jason uh, taking the week off, but I do have a, uh, a special guest with us today and uh, Clickstoff, uh, Clickstoff's largest uh, Star Trek fan, uh, Wes Summers. Hi. Welcome, uh, welcome to the show, Wes. Well, thank you. So... Uh, Today we've uh, we got Wes on the show to do our Star Trek away team set review. Uh, we're going to talk about Rock Online and the Rock schedule um, that was just released, um, and just uh, kind of chat with Wes here a little bit. Um, so uh, Wes, we'll just start out with uh, just uh, tell the folks about yourself, how long you've been, uh, uh, how long you've been playing the game, um, some of your accomplishments, and what is your favorite piece. Uh, okay. Uh, I have been playing the game for, uh, three years now. Uh, I started, I, I played some very casually, uh, when Infinity War and, like, Clobbering Time came out. Um, and then I went to college and dropped it entirely and sold off my collection. And, uh, about three years ago, uh, Alex Blythe and I started playing again. And uh, we decided to get back into it. Um, as far as accomplishments, uh, I guess uh, I've won a states, uh, I've won a super queue, uh, I've gotten third at the Rock Cup my first year there, and I guess I've uh, top sixteen both other both other years. Nice. Um, so uh, favorite favorite piece. Uh, favorite individual piece would definitely have to be uh, GSX Magneto. Ooh, that's a uh, that's certainly a beautiful sculpt. It is, and it's such it's got such a unique unique power set too. <clears throat> uh, you know that targeting him and instantly cut your range in half. Okay, all right, sure. You're you're targeting him with Nick, and Nick has a range of six instead of twelve, or I guess yeah. it'd be go, go down to five, eight instead of twelve. Yeah. Right. So uh, that that's tremendous. That's a tremendous nerf. Uh, if if GSX Mags was modern legal, uh, he would be very effective in this meta. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think he's uh, I think he's uh, plenty of high points too for even a casual knight that he's not like that bad. Hmm. Um, Especially uh, the Brotherhood of Mutants. Um, uh, what did that? Uh, what did that TA change to? Is that the plus one movement now? Uh, that's the if he gets a ten, eleven, or twelve, he removes mm. an action token, I believe. Yeah, so that's not bad. So, I mean, it's it's definitely better than what it was. Yeah, um, and 
And uh, also, frankly, um, his keywords are, are pretty dope. Uh, my favorite combination, uh, was it the Hellfire Guard, Club Guard, that gave him Mastermind? And could, you could Mastermind to him? Because he had the Hellfire Club keyword. Uh, that sounds right. Um, that was a little bit before my time. I've only been playing about three years, too. So, well, three and a half. I came in June of 14-ish. So, uh, the Hellfire Club Guard, a higher point value in the Hellfire Club keyword. The character can use Mastermind if they can't already, but only to deal damage to characters with the Hellfire Club keyword. So, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's always been a fun, um, a fun keyword, too. The, uh, the team base was always a lot of fun. Um, mm. and, uh, it relied on a lot of, um, a lot of uh, mastermind shenanigans too, and I, I I fully expect to see some uh, some of the Hellfire Club in in the next set, right? In, in that X Men set. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, we don't. Uh, man, that X Men set. It's either it's either going to be great or terrible. I think it's going to be polarizing again. Uh, um, I I I I think that they that they're setting this up very very well um so 25 x-men ids and we know that xavier and colossus are not one of them right. one of those 25 right yeah um word in the grapevine is that magneto is going to get an, an id which is exciting to me um i think he deserves it uh and uh there there, there is going to be that window actually for the uh for the spring wkos where the X-Men IDs and the teleporter will both be legal. Yes, um, yes. So, and uh, and March going forward in Rock, too, right? Right, absolutely. Um, so I, I, I am, I'm excited about that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be investing heavily, probably, in, in this set, just because it's got everything that I want in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, um, I'm... I'm I, I say this every opportunity I get because I'm hoping if I put it out there in the universe enough that it'll happen. Um, I'm jonesing right now uh, for Forge ID because I think Forge, uh, that that uh, WizKids prize Forge from the first set of WKO, mm -hmm. uh, I, think, I think he's everything that we need. Uh, he's a 50-point call-in that can at least debilitate uh, Unimind for a turn if he hits. Yeah. Right? So uh, I, I think that we need that five point call in for him. Yeah. So let's. Uh, I mean, let's just. We can talk a minute about that. Let's talk about the watch list. Um, mm. You know, I mean, I've uh, I've ran myself. I don't know. You, you've run the argument raw online, right? So much is, and all the discussion of what it could be. So mm -hmm. um, let's start with the easiest. Um, do you think the boxing ring gets any changes? Oh wow! Um, I don't know that the boxing ring deserves any changes. Uh, I, I I think that um, the the initial the initial wall of text uh, that the boxing ring has, and it, it it is a lot of text, right, associated with the boxing ring. Um, I think there was some confusion about it. Uh, I I think that there are a couple of things that could be clarified about it. Um, but overall, I think it's a pretty pretty well balanced uh, piece because it applies to both figure to both teams. 
you know, if 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 it was if it was a benefit that only one player got, uh, I, I would be like, okay, uh, let's talk about that because that's a lot for five points. But right. during the pace of a game, uh, I, Daniel, I, I am sure that you have had people use your boxy ring against you. Yeah, right for sure. Yeah, so I mean, they want to come so, in and box. What's box? Right. Um, so. I, I think it is. I think it's very well balanced because I think it creates just a special section on the map that operates by a little bit of different rules. Um, yeah. I just think it needs to be a little bit simplified. Yeah. So I but, think I think two of this. I mean, I think the one thing that they can't change. So I've seen two complaints. Right. The negative two attack whenever you can positive two your defense. So that that's the main complaint that I've seen. Uh, and then the second complaint that I've seen is the. Um, the calling out characters on the edge of the boxing ring. So I don't think at this point that they can call, they can fix calling out characters on the edge of the boxing ring. Agreed. Uh, as much as, you know, any more than they can prevent a character charging into the boxing ring and stopping at the edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it doesn't ignore hindering. Uh, mm-hmm. Just your normal old character. Um, so I think if they do anything... They could uh, make it to where you get a positive two defense, and that's it. Um, I, but I, then, but then you remove the penalty for shooting out of the ring. So I don't I, think that that works really either. I uh, I, I I don't. Uh, and let, let me let me defend the boxing ring a, a, a little bit for a second. Uh, before the boxing ring. We were, and to to a large extent, we still are. But elements like the boxing ring, and to a certain extent, Peace Machine, ha- have have helped shift us away from it a little bit. Um, we have been in such a range heavy meta for so long. I mean, Nick Fury has dominated this meta ever since he was released, right? And and so many other figures, Green Arrow, Hawkeye, they're all just these heavy range powerhouses and I, I really like that the boxing ring helps temper that a little bit uh, because it, it really makes it so okay now Nick is shooting with with a, with a 10 instead of a 12 right and yeah. that matters whenever you're talking about that math um, so I, I, I really I really like that negative too uh, because it applies to both players it goes both ways, and it, it, it helps force close combat action. It, it, the boxing ring encourages close combat, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think really the boxing ring gets untouched. Um, I, I, ho- I hope it does. I hope it does. Yeah, compared uh, I, to, like, say, the tank... Um, the tank needed it, right? The, the, well, the, I, so I think the tank, the tank is an easy thing, right? Because it's a, it was an easy thing to say. Hey, it only deals the two damage, not the attack damage. So basically, it's a, uh, you got to think about most of the erratas are easy wording changes, mm-hmm. um, like Faust, right? His lockdown power still lockdowns with the addition of the word within seven squares. So. Absolutely. Uh, and, I, and I know that there's, there is exceptions out there to the erratas. Um, 
but uh, the the tank was just a simple remove all this other stuff and change it to just the two damage, um, which it it really needed to be. Yeah. Um, one 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 of my one of my favorite examples of of why the tank was was overpowered. Uh, at the at Origins last year, um, or this year, I should say, uh, Easton Brock was able to one-shot a, uh, a World Breaker Hulk through his stop clicks using a Nick Fury and the tank. Yeah. And you shouldn't be able to do that, right? That's right. why stop clicks. That's why stop clicks exist. You shouldn't be able to one-shot a 200-point figure. Uh, but with a 5-point call-in and an 8-point tank, he was able to do it, and that was the game. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I definitely think the, think the tank was, was worthy of, 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 the, of the errata. I definitely do. Yeah. Um, uh, sa- same thing sort of with, with Joker. Um, I understand why they feel the need to put Joker on the list, um, mostly because of Mastermind stuff, right? Yeah. Mastermind shenanigans. I, 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 I don't see another reason to look at him. Uh, I, I find it sort of disingenuous to, to put Joker on there for Mastermind purposes in the same month that they release Tribbles, right? <laughs> because tri- Tribbles are even be- better Mastermind fodder than the Joker is. Right. Um, so I sure okay fine. You take away you take away the Joker. Ooh, hero triples. Yeah, I think um, I think the two thing. I, I think the, the if they were going to change something on Joker, uh, it would be that he can't have damage transferred to him. Right. I think that's that's an easy thing to do. Um, and and the other thing would be uh, the role is mandatory uh, for healing. And uh, uh, healing and uh, damaging, um, and you have to declare it before you do make the roll. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that makes a little bit more unpredictable that fits the design. Um, I, I don't know if they'll. I, I don't know if they'll do that. Um, you know, because so you, I- you you just change the may to must. Um, but I mean that makes the and I think my main complaint with the Joker is that he is a thirty point outwit. That you 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 have to ignore for a little bit, and if you hit him for six, if you say if he and then if you have somebody with mastermind that he's masterminding to, you have to hit that person for six if they're going to do the mastermind, so that you at least get the ten points off Joker, and then he's back to outwit. Um, which is you know which is just insanely powerful for just that piece to have. Um, now the equips thing, um, I've seen folks complain about the equips. I, I don't think that that's a big deal. I don't think they'll take that away I, from I, him. I, um, I, I, I don't, I don't see a reason to, um, yeah. but to, to, to your point, uh, I, defensively for the Joker, um, he's really hard to eat through the dial. Um, but, but at, at the same time, um, Joker while he while he has never been um, sort of this offensive powerhouse to compare on on the level of two hundred and three hundred point figures, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Joker is very hard for, at least in everything that I've ever read and watched, Joker has always been very hard to get a handle on. Right, he's always been very hard to lock down. He's, he's squiggly. He's hard. He's hard to touch. Yeah, and that's the point, right? And I, I think they they illustrate that extremely well with this figure. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that this is probably um, one of the most representative Jokers I've ever seen in in uh, Heroclix. Uh, yeah. I, I think it was very very well done. Um, the just from a game balance perspective, if you take character design out of it and look at game balance, um, maybe taking away like his traded super senses. Yeah, maybe. but yeah, that, I don't know. I don't. They would, I don't think they would get rid of the. I don't think they'd get rid of a standard power that he has. Um, I don't know. That could be crazy. Uh, just make him very hittable. Um, mm-hmm. But. Because that, that, that traded Super Senses is really, it's really awesome because Super Senses, of course, got a huge bump, just right. like Mastermind did after after uh, Rules Change. Yeah. Um, so, man, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like him either way. I think the Joker's pretty much okay, maybe if they make it to where he can't have damage transferred to him and make the role mandatory. Mm-hmm. That, but now that the Super Senses can be outwitted... I, you know, I think it's. I think it might be okay. I I I, I would agree with that. Again, uh, and and I, I hate to I hate to be the guy that that says the only person on on this list that really needs changes is Unimind. Uh But I I truly believe that the only person uh, that the only figure out of the three that are listed on the watch list that needs serious changes is Unimind. So. So obviously. Um... So I'm going to refer back to uh, Jay Solomon's uh, post when I brought this up after I won Rock Cup was um, Ulysses Kids isn't going to change Unimind until he wins one of their major events. Therefore, by that fact, we can say that the November WKOs were major events. Hmm... So, so so I want to say so I'll go ahead and preface with everything that I say about Unimind uh, should be taken with just a half truth, um, because I don't. You know, you kind of uh, when you win with a piece, um, you kinda, you develop a, an affection for it. That's right. right that's right. You <laughs> do. You do develop an affection for him. Um, so you know, I think um, I I think there's a lot of different ways that it could go. Um, you know, I think the perplex will probably get changed. Um, mm. I think the power that he picks will get protected pulse wave taken away. I think if you do those two things, he's probably okay to where he can self perplex plus two, and he can um, only perplex. He still gets the multiple perplexes outwardly for just plus one. And then, if um. you, as long as you could pulse wave him, then. He's okay. The thing is, is that uh, uh, the the pulse wave proof. You're absolutely correct. Is 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 a big thing, and, and that that's one of the things that I've I've said. You, in fact, you've hit you've hit the the nail on the head on both of my suggestions. Uh, I think that he needs to be more brought in line with the other Eternals, and to make his perplexes just a self perplex uh, with with the, with the double perplex, and he you need to take away that protective pulse wave. Uh, I, I I could not agree more. Those are exactly my suggestions. 
So uh, we uh, and, so and uh, to be clear, yeah, I, 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 he is still worth the points. Yeah. After those two things are taken away, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I do not predict a huge drop in Unimind's value if if those those changes are made. I think what that I think that is a healthy balancing of the meta that will allow other figures to be like, oh, okay, cool, let's do this. Yeah. Um, and especially moving forward, that protected pulse wave is going to become more important because Storm ID. Yeah. Right? 150-point Storm ID. Uh, yeah. And frankly, uh, that, that Storm has, what, a 4 damage on her top dial? Yep. Uh, so 4 damage. So if, if they do not take away that double perplex, we are going to be seeing seven damage pulse waves come, yeah. coming off that storm, so, and that's just that's really untenable. So right? let's 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 pause there for a second. And so mm-hmm. there, there's two points there. Um, you uh, so we practiced 300 limited um, last Thursday at Bang, and I mm-hmm. and I had just a super busy week, so I didn't have time to get the team that I talked about on a couple of podcasts to go out. Uh, mm-hmm. So I just. I just had Uni handy, and I just played with Uni, um, and I shape changed out of two pulse waves from Dave. Oh, and there's no reason why that should happen, right? Right. So, so the co- the concept behind pulse wave is that it's supposed to be the equalizer, yeah. right? It's supposed to be the. Can I cuss on this podcast? Uh, yeah, sure. We do all the time. Okay, so pulse wave is supposed to be the fuck your shit. Yeah. Whatever you have going on, fuck it. it I, I'm ignoring your stuff. This should get through. Yeah. Right? Now, stop clicks are supposed to be the... Heck, I've just gotten hit with this big freaking blast. But it's okay because I'm Superman. I'm the Hulk, right? So I'm supposed to be a little yeah. bit more durable. Gives me a chance to punch back. Those, yeah. those, are, those are the big concepts here, right? Yeah. But Unimind's durability with that protected pulse wave is, it really puts him in a, in a, in a, a tier all by himself, right? So if, if we go tier one, two, and three, Unimind is really on a tier zero, right? A right. step above tier one because of that protected pulse wave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, it's in a tier that, um, and, I, and I think I've heard Friedman call it this way before, is that he's in a tier that if you don't play him, you're actually doing it incorrectly. Um for the most part. And, you know, I've heard, and I think there's plenty of teams out there that can beat Unimind, but there's only so many players that can play those teams to beat Unimind. Absolutely. Uh, so just, and I've been, so I've been thinking about is if they don't change Unimind, uh, you mentioned the Storm coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's also talk about Chase Magneto, right, popping out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, scrap, Although, Unimind, one six one fifty Unimind can't call out Chase Mags, right? Yeah, he can. Chase Mags is one fifty. Oh yeah. So, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, again, fuck your shit, right? Right. <laughs> so boom, yeah. Boom. So so Magneto pops out, right? Busts down a wall, right? You think you're protected behind a wall? You mm-hmm. Magneto comes out, pops out two walls, right? Then free actions hit you with them. Right, from mm-hmm. potentially 10, 11 squares away for, for five damage each. Um, the uh, There's a ton of good X-Men um, 
that uh, uni mind at a plus two plus two could just make uh, uh, just silly good, silly right? Good, it's just yeah. silly, silly good. Um, I mean, and depending it, on inspirations too, right? Because we could just have some ridiculous inspirations from those, right? We've seen that Colossus gives us impervious. So it, it, it's worth noting that Colossus is the first ID ever. The first out, out of all the, I, I don't know how many IDs we've had currently. It's above the fifty mark, right? We've we've had like sixty-ish yeah. IDs, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's uh, Colossus is the first ID to give us impervious. Yeah, no, no, for sure. So right? I mean, out, out of out of all those IDs, so what that tells me is that they're going to go a different direction with these powers. Um, and and so I'm I'm really excited to see the inspirations in X Men because I think they're going to be sort of unique and different, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more balanced. Um, but in the short term, I'm excited to have. Uh, both Superman and Colossus ID on my teleporter and looking forward to just handing out damage reducers via my teleporter. Yeah. So I wanna right? I wanna I wanna talk about that in the Star Trek review too a little bit with some of the mm-hmm. with some of the pieces, but uh um yeah, I don't know. Just uh, if Uni Minds plus two perplex doesn't get changed. Uh personally, as with my affection for Uni Mind, I don't want to see it changed. Um, but probably has to be changed. Um, it's hard, but it it's, is. It's, it's really hard. Um, but yeah, no, it's a. There's just a lot of neat things that if we get um, Magneto, um, a lot of more low point call-ins, right? UXM actually becomes uh, a super good set for a few months. A, a, a very a, a very good set. Um, of course, there haven't been any rumors as far as, you know, a possible resource uh, to go along with the X-Men IDs. Um, I think that's interesting because this will be the first uh, ID-oriented uh, set that does not have a resource that's paired with it, yeah. right? Uh, so that, that's, that's worth, you know, just putting in, putting in the back of your mind. That's, that's unique to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to be really really curious about uh, how they're about how they're going to move with IDs IDs moving forward. Um, and there are a couple of key differences, right? Uh, because uh, old style IDs uh, still can use real name. Uh, Colossus ID and moving forward do not have the real name option. Right. Uh, so you know, no calling in. I think the the example in the rule book specifically is the Phoenix Jean Grey. Yeah, right. that was that was in the that was in the ID card uh, clarification Section. email that they sent out, or the the article that they posted. Mm. Uh, so uh, it, it, it's it's going to be a uh, the 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 idea of the rules change. While it did hit at a specific point, I, we have not seen the entire uh, the entirety of that plan. I don't think. Um, I, I think that X Men is the next big iteration of that plan, yeah. with the with the new IDs, um, and I'm going to be curious about how it, how how it ends up. Yeah, I'm with you. But uh, yeah, no, I mean otherwise we uh, if we get a Sunfire ID, uh, mm. fifty point Sunfire uh, coming out twelve for five, right? And these are all, all thi- these are all things that Nighthawk can call out for a few months. All day, right? So yeah. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. Chase Sunfire, right? Twelve five. 
No, no, that's uh, the uh, rare Sunfire. Okay, uh, so are you talking about the Prime one? No, no, the rare Sunfire is 50 points, running shot 4, uh, running shot for 8, well, 4, 10 attack, 3 damage, so plus 2, plus 2 is a 12 for 5 for 50 points. Nice, okay. And he flies, yeah. too, so that's that's exceptional. Uh, and then, on the, yeah, and then on the big side, right, you do have the Prime Sunfire if you're not playing with the Nighthawk. Um, mm-hmm. And he's got running shot 11 for 4 uh, Pulse Wave with uh, Energy Explosion and Poison. So if you're based with something crazy, you could call him out. I don't know. And then fly away with uh, and get the Poison and the Pulse Wave off. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh and then, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's just tons of tons of good options. Right. Um, I'm, I, and I, I, we're spending more time talking about X Men. There we are, uh, Star Trek. And I'm, no, I'm it's fu- no, you're you're fine. It's it's perfect. Um, but uh, I, I really uh, one of one of my hopes for this set is that we get a good Gambit. Uh, when is when is the last time we had a modern age Gambit? Right. Oh, it's so, been a while. Uh, probably Wolverine and the X Men. Mm-hmm. I, I believe so. Yeah, I was Wolverine in the X Men, and uh, he was okay. Um, he had the um, the the object placement thing that was neat. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I, I think uh, yes, uh, I think that was the last one, um, and it's it's unfortunate, right? Um, I, I hope I hope that we that we get one of those moving forward. Yeah, I mean, has Gambit even been in the comics recently? I don't keep up with that enough to know. Um, ish. I I, I don't I don't keep that close ties with it, but mm-hmm. um, I I do know that they're shooting the Gambit movie. I know that's still a thing uh, with Channing Tatum as Gambit, which is odd to me. Uh, but it's whatever. So. All right, well let's uh, let's jump into some Star Trek here. So, fifty uh, piece set, so we should be able to get through this. Uh, would you should be able to get through this pretty quick? I would think uh, we go through each each rarity, talk about our favorite piece, and then our most meta piece. Um, so that leads me to my um, to my uh, alligator question for you, uh, Mister Summers. Uh, okay. So, would you rather um, have to light on fire? your original Star Trek Next Generation uh, uniform, or uh-huh. wrestle Mr. Chomps, the nasty-ass wrestling alligator. I would have to wrestle the alligator. It's, and it's to the death. I, I, I down. I'll, I'll kill me a fucking alligator to keep, keep that uniform <laughs> safe. So, Absolutely. So how so how did you come into possession of something of that? Did you win like a charity auction, eBay auction sort of thing? Or? Uh, it it actually uh, was a gift uh, from a friend of mine in Nashville back from when I used to live in Nashville. Oh, okay. Uh, nice. He he had it. He owned it, and uh, he was he just said, "Look, you're you're a way bigger Trek fan than I am." So he said, "Here, take this." And nice. I said, "Thank you." <laughs> and, so uh, uh, who 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 wore it again? Uh, it was just an extras, um, as as far as I know. Um, it, it was just uh, so it's a commander uniform, uh, so it has the three pips on the on the thing, um, and it was just a a background extras. I don't I don't believe it was worn by anybody of significance. Gotcha. 
but there is the possibility that at some point that uniform touched John Luke Picard's uniform and that would be make it all worth it. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So, that'd make it Absolutely. worth it for me. Absolutely. Uh, so the uh my issue with Star Trek th- this set is that um at least for hitting the age um uh, where I think a lot of HeroClix players are at um and I'm certainly not dissing our uh older uh generation of HeroClix players here uh but folks that are my age right and then there's a folks you know folks that are within you know 5 or 10 years of us um the next generation was our jam right uh, Absolutely. I yes. would have much rather have seen this set be Star Trek HeroClix the next generation, right? Mm. Mm. Uh, it at least been a lot more familiar to us um, than I think to some of these characters. So I did my unboxing video on uh, on the group, and uh, Bob Gowan messaged and said, uh, "Hey, you pronounced all of those things wrong." Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, so I know I know all the main characters right from TNG. I know how to say all the the races correctly, right, uh, right. But the, uh, these uh, these specific characters, I have no idea. I've never heard of them before. So my my favorite mispronunciation that I heard uh, at Lucky Dice for for this sealed, and bless their hearts, I know they were trying, but everyone was calling them Romulans, and I was uh, no so close Romulan, no yeah. Romulans. So, well, with that, um, let's just hop right into the commons. Um, Okay. Let's, uh, Um, I'll have you go first. What's your, uh, we'll do favorite piece first. uh, So, uh, personal favorite piece uh, out of the commons is definitely going to be Chekhov. Chekhov's a common, right? Uh, Yeah, Ensign Chekhov, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, he, let me find him. Yeah, there he is. 45 points, running shot, precision strike uh, with a 10 attack, 17 energy seal, 2 with two damage with prop. Uh, so he's a 45-point sort of tertiary attacker uh, with precision strike and prob. Um, what more can you want for 45 points, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's very... It, 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 it's very, very playable. Um I, I personally would really like to see him uh, like piloting a vehicle, like put him in Robin's Batwing, right, and and give the Batwing prob via yeah. that. Uh, very, very, very uh, cool piece as far as a, a playable playable piece. Yeah. Um, as far as the most meta in in the common section, uh, it has to be I I think uh, Lieutenant Kyle um, size step TK twenty five points. Yeah. Right. It's it's a little bit it's it, it is it is a a step above Mercury. Yeah. Right. Well, so I was gonna do favorites then meta. So oh, I'm I was, sorry. I was gonna do my favorite. That's fine. No problem. Um. So I would say my favorite. Um. You know it's 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 tough. I I do like uh, several of the pieces. Um. But if I had to just pick. Um, just the one character. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I would have to agree with your uh, Ensign Chekhov. Um, mm. He's just a really good, fun, solid piece with some meta potential. Um, and a 19 from range. I mean, that's that's a lot, right? A, a lot. 19 from range is a lot for a 45-point figure. Right. And one, two, three, four, 
one, two, three, four, five, five to kill him. So that's not an insignificant amount of damage either. Mm -hmm. You you have to devote a major attack to kill him, right? right? So I think okay. in the meta category we have uh, three pieces to talk about. Mm. Um, we've got uh, Lieutenant Kyle, right? Sidestep mm. TK. Uh, plus one speed with the uh, United Feder Federation of Planets uh, team ability. Um, so that that's all cool. Uh, tribbles. Mm -hmm. And a, maybe a, a good healer as a nurse. A nurse. I don't know if it's Chapel or Chappelle. Uh, it's Chapel. Chapel. Um, so I'd say probably the nurse is uh, three... Uh, on that list, but is significantly good. Willpower, support, uh, sidestep, scientist keyword. Um, for 15 points. For so, 15 so points. Uh, again, the, the, the emphasis here is, is her cost is insanely low, right? So she's 15 points with sidestep, willpower, support. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really don't... Be, as, as long as night, the Nightwing ID card is modern... I don't see her getting a lot of play. Uh, but the second that that rotates out, assuming that we don't get a replacement, uh, we're going to see a lot of other little healers like this pop up. Mm -hmm. um, so this guy, uh, Nurse Chapel, Robin has support. Um, there were one or two figures with support in the Thor set um, that are worthwhile. Um, Red yeah. Tornado uh, has support. Uh, so, so there are going to be a lot of these little support characters that, that are going to come out and try to fill the void left by the Nightwing ID card once that retires. Yeah. Um, and th this is this is a solid, solid contender to do that. Yeah. And, and it's got sad step. So, I mean, that's... To me, that's just... The, she can move along herself, right? Um, mm -hmm. Which is a big deal. And be able to just move eight squares with the T, with the TA and then mm -hmm. heal the next turn without, without taking pushing damage is just uh, quite exciting. Yeah, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. So I also, the, the, so I think I also the, the, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you. Nope. nope. I was, so I was going to say, no, you're fine. Uh, I was going to say, so number two, I would say, has to be the Tribbles, um, just due to the fact that they just replicate their five points. Um, they're just, <laughs> it's just, they're just insane to talk about, right? And uh, the fact that they have a, a three defense, um, a four, four defense from range uh, sounds silly, but until you go and you crit miss against one, you know, that that's the, that's the downside, right? It's sure, you can get rid of them easy, but what happens if you crit miss, right? Do you dare risk that attack on the thing? Uh, well, I I think for five points, sure you do, right. but what 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 I what I see uh, triples being paired with the most, uh, defend. You know, you you put you put a couple of triples next to penguin, right? Penguin's got an eighteen defend. Uh, okay, now they're nineteens from range. Yeah, do you risk that? You know, is is that worth it to you? Right, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, but if no, you don't I, I, if you don't stop them, right? They they continue to just populate, right? The map. Right, which is mm -hmm. crazy. I, I currently uh, I have five coming in the mail, and that'll bring my total to eleven triples. Uh, 
Um, it, it, it would almost be interesting to bet the spread, uh, you know, two months from now, three months from now. Uh, we'll, we'll just go ahead and call it whenever X-Men releases. Because I, I, I think it's fair to say that that's, where that's when their price is pretty much going to settle down. Um, I'm, I'm really curious what the final price on, the, on these guys are going to be. Um, I, I, I've heard people say that this is going to be anywhere from a $5 to a $10 common. Yeah, I paid uh, I paid three dollars a piece for mine just to go ahead and get them. Right. Uh, I pulled five in my case. I bought five and I pulled a one in a random booster. I think eleven will be enough. Um, I think I think eleven's a solid number. Um, I, I was I was telling Howard uh, that they I think they pulled uh, in what they bought. I think they pulled like six, and I I told Howard straight up that's not going to be enough for you and Easton. It just it just isn't. No, I don't think six is enough. Um, and, you, and two, you take your you take your scenario that you had um, with the X Men IDs on the teleporter. Uh, mm-hmm. What happens when you get to power two, and these guys start all having shape change, invincible, impervious? If you right. did, if you didn't deal with them early game, mid game, they start They're becoming impossible. like right, right, and then and then in game. Right on power three, if they're the only things left, they continue to spawn more of each other to call out real boys. Absolutely, potentially. Um, Absolutely. So, a so, uh, couple of rules questions with these guys. Yeah. Uh, and and how it impacts the the uh, the rule of zero. Um. So if I replace, if I somehow replace their attack value and replace their damage value, can they attack? Um. So. The, the damage value, there's nothing that replaces damage value, I don't think. Uh, well, Blade. I, I, I could give them Blades from Katana ID. Yeah, Blades would be fine. Uh, the attack value, you'd have to be able to make them a wild card somehow. Uh, and like mm-hmm. give them like Sinister Syndicate or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they could totally attack if you met those two conditions. So you'd have to have Sinister Syndicate and Blades on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, not tip not even possible in modern, I don't think. The Blades is, but not the Sinister Syndicate uh, uh, that, I can, that, I can, that I can think of. There's nobody that just makes things wild cards. Uh, so, se- second question is uh, if I give it sidestep, can it move? As far as I know, they can. Um, I could be wrong on that, so I'm going I'm to preface that with I could be wrong. Um, but as far as I know, uh, sidestep doesn't uh, tag onto their uh, movement values. It just says gives them a free move action of two. Uh, so as far as I know, that's fine. Hmm. Okay. I could that, be wrong. Fine. I could be wrong. You could probably argue with me and tell me that I'm wrong, but um, yeah, there's not. There's, I, you're not really giving them sidestep from anything either. I mean, unless you like doing like a space Mikey or something. But if you're carrying a triples all the way across the map with Space Mikey for some unknown reason. Uh, well, there, there's a, a Sabretooth from the X-Men. Uh, I think Sabretooth grants adjacent characters sidestep, right? Mm, I don't know. I'm definitely going to have to re, uh, re-look at all the X-Men pieces here in a couple months. Uh, let's see. Um... I think it's the rare one. Uh, yeah, the rare one gives Sabretooth of an opposing character. If you do, and he and adjacent friendly characters can use sidestep. Yeah, I mean, so that's a thing. 
Um, I don't know. I would. I think you can. I could be wrong though. So okay. if just, if anybody just, if anybody reading or listening wants to message us and tell me why I'm wrong, then that's fine. Um, uh, I I think that this when again when talking about uh, the rules change continuing to happen, uh, I think that this will be the 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 biggest example of how the rule of zeros is implemented. Yeah. Um, and, and and what that means for us. Yeah. For um, sure. So we need we need to be we need to be aware of that. Yeah, I'm with you. So number one, uh, it's funny the the number one piece I think that we agree on here, Lieutenant Kyle. There's not much to talk about just because he's a better right. he's a better Mercury hands down because he has sidestep. Agreed. And and two uh, da- and two damage, and better range. So. Mm-hmm. And and all of all of which which the range value when talking about TK pieces suddenly becomes extremely important, right? Right. Uh, where whereas it just didn't really matter before, uh, but now it does. So yep. it's, it's definitely something to to bear in mind. Yeah. So I mean, your twenty five points for your TK actually becomes you know he's actually viable to attack. He is viable to move things further with some perplexes. Um, kind of wish he had a generic keyword, but. That's okay. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's like a, soldier. Get, get, there, there, there is an astonishing lack of soldier keyword in, right. in this set. And I, I wonder, really I wonder if it's more because it's, uh, you know, the uh, Starfleet's more of a navy thing more than a, you know, a marine or an army sort of thing. Well, so there, the the whole concept of Starfleet is that they're supposed to be explorers, right? It's, it's supposed to be tur- turning away from violence, humanity at its best. Uh, we are explorers first, and, and we will defend ourselves if we need to. Yeah. Uh, that that that's the concept, and and so I, I understand with that concept not making anyone a soldier, but these people are really soldiers, uh, and they need to be treated as, and they they deserve the keyword. I think. Yeah. So. Oh. Well. All right. Let's um, move to. Uh, let's go to uncommons. Uncommons. Uh, favorite uncommon. Uh, so I really um, like Yeoman Rand. Uh, number twenty-two. She's unique. Uh, sidestep willpower um, and a badass power action. Um, if you're playing Starfleet or not. Oh yeah, fifty points or less. Yeah, that character has a Starfleet keyword and maybe a character of hundred points or less. Yeah. Uh, so just keep her by Haha Joker, and she can consistently remove tokens from Haha Joker. Okay, mm-hmm. sure, we'll we'll do that, right? Yeah, yeah, I dig that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what my, about you? I think my favorite piece uh, would have to be O twenty four Orion female. Um, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the green. She's green, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. is. She's the she's the green lady that uh, gets to uh, uh, interact with uh, Captain Kirk, at least not specifically, but at least in some some extent. So, um, with her uh, mind control, when a friendly character named Orion female uses mind control, modify the target's defense negative one for each token named Seduction on their card. Uh, free action: give a opposing character within four squares of the line of fire a Seduction token. So. Not nothing, nothing meta there. It's just uh, they gave us something 
with uh, green female, green alien, and uh, Captain Kirk. So, uh, didn't have to be crazy. We just wanted the reference to uh, Captain Kirk being the uh, the sexy man of the stars. <laughs> so, meta piece. Um, uh, mine, mine has to be number 20, Dr. McCoy. Uh, specifically on his 25-point starting line. All right, so on his 25-point starting line, he has um, um, this. He has his trait, right? So mm-hmm. choose a choose a character, friendly character within four squares of line of fire. The next attack roll that that character makes can't be re-rolled, and on a uh, result of uh, two through nine, the attack misses. The result of two is still a critical miss. Uh, Ten through twelve, the attack is a critical hit. Um. So I I, I I would only use that trait under very specific circumstances, right? Yeah. Um, the, re- the reason why I like it is sidestep and support. And yep. he's an 11 and doesn't take pushing damage from support. Yes. So that's good as well, right? And another scientist keyword for support. Mm-hmm. So scientist is always like probably the third or fourth, probably four, third or fourth or fifth, depending on the time, best keyword. Um, for um, generic generic theme teams, so uh, scientist has two colossal retaliators, right? Which is badass to me. Yes, it is. It is. Um, you know, I I would agree that that's probably the best uncommon for meta. Um, there's just not a lot else. Um. The, the Romulan commander is a little too expensive. Um, the the keeper doesn't really do enough. I do like sidestep, 8 range, 10 attack, 2 damage, side blast with barrier and willpower. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's kind of... It's kind of expensive, right? For, four, for the 4 clicks that you get of that... Um, I don't know. Forty points is a little high. Mm. Um, maybe, you know, I, maybe maybe if you did maybe if you did seven range and twenty five points would be a little bit better with cosmic and ruler um, theme team possibilities. Um, yeah, I, I, it it it's it's funny. Uh, when whenever we, we're saying that forty points is too expensive. Um, well, I've talked about this previously, but uh, something about the Thor set, and whenever I say something, I mean specifically Floor Colossus and Carnage, have both completely changed the point economy in this game. When yeah. 40 points is too expensive for a character like that, you know the economy has changed. Because if you take that exact same character and play it a year and a half ago, two years ago, heck yeah! <laughs> We take that all day, right? Yeah, I think you have but, to go. I think you have to go back two years, right? Because even the fifteen-point colossal retaliators uh, change that scale uh, drastically. Yeah, and well, it's been two years. It, you'd have to go back two and a half years ago, um, at least, right? Because Superman Wonder Woman came out at the end of fifteen, so you'd have to go out to when more light events were happening. And low point characters that could get boosted to the ceiling uh, with uh, entities and batteries. Uh, mm-hmm. 
were, were all the rage, right? So, like, you take that 40-point uh, cosmic, because all the entities had cosmic and counted towards your theme teams at that right. point. So, um, you know, you give uh, you give this keeper a, a parallax and a yellow battery, and suddenly it's an 11-attack, 3 damage, and picks up something from parallax to make it, you know, 12-attack, 3 or 4 damage pretty handily. Uh, mm-hmm. With the eight range, um, so yeah, the the, the colossal retaliators changed that whole scale uh, entirely. Yeah, because uh, so when looking at that character, <clears throat> you have to ask yourself: Is four carnages or four floor colossals better than that? Right. Yeah. And the answer not. is obviously. Well, I, I think four carnages is better than that forty points. Oh yeah. Easily. Right. Yeah. Or even a haha Joker and two triples. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Or just forty point haha Joker. Right. I, I either way, um I, I think uh it's a little bit overcosted in today's uh point economy. Yeah, I agree. Uh let's go so rares. A lot more a little more interesting stuff in the rares. Favorite rare. Um, so I, I think it's interesting, uh, and, and I would love to be able to talk to, to a WizKids um, designer, and I, I would love to know why they made Kirk the only title character that's a rare um, in this set. The other, the, both of the other ones, I believe, are super rares, um, but it, it's, it's worth noting that, that Kirk, for some reason, is a, is a rare, uh, which is odd to me. Um, my personal favorite one... Uh, is definitely going to be the M-113 creature. Uh, so its healing is is really really uncanny. Uh, it that that when an opposing character fails a breakaway roll after resolutions that ca- uh, deal that character one damage and heal the the character one click. That's absurdly good. Yeah, absurdly good. If you give if if and of course you know the the thing is always if you give it an equipment how how much it skyrockets, but if you give that thing the symbiote and give it that plasticity and just watch people uh to- like work in their mind how the hell they want to get away from this thing yeah exactly um, and it's got and it's got still energy an exploit. Throughout its whole mm-hmm. dial, it has a long, long, long enough dial for seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think it's it's gross and traded shape change. Mm-hmm. It's got traded shape change and super senses. It's full dial, <laughs> right? Yeah. So okay, w- what more do I want? Right. Right. No, exactly. Um, uh, so I... that that would definitely be, be my my personal favorite. Uh, figure in, in, in the in the rare section. Uh, so for me, it's, um, and I want to pronounce it wrong, uh, 035 uh, Horta. The Horta, okay. Horta, yeah, it's just, uh, that's uh, it's on a peanut base, looks weird, has a stop click, moves through stuff, has poison, has four damage, has willpower, animal monster keyword, a lot of fun there. Mm-hmm. So. Every time, every time I see sidestep and poison paired together, I feel like WizKids is taunting us. <laughs> yeah, 
but that improved movement blocking is neat too. Just uh... it really, it really is. It, it, it he's he's one of the few characters that that has it. Um, and and the the or she rather she 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 definitely uh, is is worthy worthy of that. Um, the stop click is a nice touch on the end. Yeah, I agree. Um, so meta. Ooh, I'm gonna let you go first because I don't. I'm not. I wasn't too excited about any of these in the rare. Um. So Ahura definitely comes to mind. Uh, with her uh, improved perplex. Um. That that's pretty handy when talking about positioning for ID characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she can. It, it's especially if it's a more complicated map like the labyrinth or the office or the the new uh, underground cave uh, map that was re- released with this set, yeah. uh, which I think is, is very, very good. Um, that, uh, that improved targeting with that perplex and a range value of 10. She has a range value of 10 for perplex. Right. Uh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. I like that. I, but I think it goes back to, again, to she's 40 points. Exactly. <laughs> that's what that's what we got to come down to, right? Right. Yeah. Is, so if you're talking about perplex, is is Lieutenant Ahura better than um, two or better than two big Tonys? Yes, I, I think she's better than two big Tonys. Yeah. Because uh, big Tony is key for specific, isn't he? No. Oh, I thought he was. I don't think so. Let me look. Uh, nope, perplex, but to only target adjacent friendly characters. Oh, but they have to be adjacent. So that's that's so you're you're pay you're losing one perplex to protect your points, right? right? So in, in in a point denial meta, I, I I still would play her over Big Tony. Yeah. Um, especially with her trait, her communications officer trait. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really sneaky. Um. You know that that's a that's a nice JSA you had there. Would be a shame if somebody copied it. Yeah. Right? A- and gave it to adjacent characters, which is sort of dope. Right. Um, she's, got a, she's got a lot for 40 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that she has potential. Yeah, I think I, I would agree with you there. Um, that was about the best I saw. Now, I do like um, the Captain Kirk title character. Mm. Um, the fact that he doesn't start with pop points is, is, is pretty weak. Um, but he does have a long dial. He does have soldier keyword. Um, so little, which little... is random for me, considering that no one else in Starfleet has a soldier keyword. But right. whatever. Right. Um. So, you know, I, I. But other than that, I wasn't too excited about the the rares, other than say Ahura. Um. So super rares. We do have some fun stuff in here. Uh, so I, I I think that super rares are probably going to be the most chock full uh, section of both favorite characters and uh, uh, and and meta uh, potential. Yeah. Um, as as far as as personal favorite super rares, um, both the title characters is going to be their their ultimate. I'll say ultimate. Uh, uh, Titled character abilities, but all all three work the same. Um, I I 
tend to like uh, Shravenik. I, I know I'm, I'm butchering this. I'm sorry. I'm horrible with Romulan names. Uh, the the Romulan title character. Um, she has prob almost her entire dial. Mm-hmm. Um, stealth and mastermind, uh, which makes her incredibly deadly. Yeah. Um, as as every meta player knows, uh, there there is a, a distinct lack of improved targeting, hindering, and outwit. Yeah, and be because that because of the lack of that in the meta, whenever we see s- s- stealth in a team ability, and mastermind top dial, yeah. we have a character that has potential to survive. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so I, I think that she definitely has has some some awesome potential. Um, her her ex her transporter trait. Um, I I used it in sealed to consistently call in. Uh, it's the zero zero one. Um, the the Romulan Centurion. Uh, oh yeah. Twenty five point perplex all day. Uh, sure, I'll take three plot, plot points to call in a, a, a perplex for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so it's stealth, perplex, sidestep for 25 points. Um, sure, yes, I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, the, and then the fact that her her other plot ability is is a negative perplex, <laughs> which I really really like. Uh, I, I, she's she's my personal personal favorite out of the out of the super. Yeah, I I really like her. Um, I. Um... You know, I also like. Um, you know, it's funny the the Charlie X is another forty point uh, cosmic mm-hmm. piece um, that I think is just outclassed. Um, you know, even if you think of uh, forty points, would I rather have one cosmic character with forty, or would I rather have four Flora Colossals for plus four cosmic? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, but he gives you prob. Yeah, that um, is true. Um, prob is it can can uh, uh, the the rule of no prob no play still stands right mm-hmm. so so definitely prob puts the weight in his favor yeah. um, but he's just a little bit overcosted I think yeah so my favorite um, my favorite super rare is going to be Gorn um, oh that yeah. long fucking dial right yes. ten play. The long dial, the hundred points, um, the beginning of your turn, heal Gorn, um, you know, give this guy some steel energy, uh, and oh my gosh, I don't think, I don't think he's meta, but, um, I mean, man, he is going to take forever to get, to get through. So I didn't pull, pull this guy, so I can't confirm it. Um, on the evidence dial thread on click four, that looks like regen. Yeah, for some so reason. Yeah, that would be really random right there. Um, if it, if it, it makes sense either way, because that's a way for him to get the top dial again, right? Yeah, I um, I ordered mine. I didn't pull it in my case, so um, I'm gonna look on go uh, uh, Gorn. He'll click see if anybody on eBay has his card. Uh, nobody has the front, the back of his card up. Because if you do, you'll get disqualified, yeah? Right, on eBay. I don't think... <laughs> um, 
And, and that power is protected from Outwit, too, which is just absurd to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so now nobody has the back of his card on. I'll, I'll send you a message when I get mine in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Meta. Uh, 044 um, Trey Lane, right? No. No? You don't like no. you don't like Mixie? I, I don't like it. I I really don't. Uh so I, I I won a state championship with Mixie, right? Yeah. And and the the dice power was probably the the least used ability that I used with Mixie. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I would much rather pack prob than I would spend fifty points on this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just no no it's it right now uh, because uh, again this sort of goes but goes back to the ever evolving state of the game uh, when Ultron drones were a thing uh, number of actions was not as critical because I the the power action to call in with a drone nine times out of ten didn't count against my action total. But we're still in an ID-based meta. We're still in, in, in a meta where the, you have to begin with a power action to call in before your, your ID characters can really even do anything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so by the time you power action call in, then, pa- then your, your ID character power action attacks. Where is your action to power action do his ability? To replace the D6 if you need to? To, to replace the D6. Yeah. So my, my thing is that that's a trick that, realistically speaking, you're probably going to pull off once or twice in a game. Mm-hmm. Realistically speaking, it's a once or twice thing, and that's 50 points of your build. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Is, is, that, is that cute trick worth 50 points? And I just, I don't believe it is. Yeah. I think when everyone starts sitting down, building their stuff, they're, they're going to make the determination that it's just not worth the 50 points. Yeah, and I think the other thing is that it could be after retirement. Um, whenever you don't have things like Hawkeye coming out and Green Arrow coming out. Mm. Um, possibly. Uh, is he going to be an impact now? No. Impact later, maybe. Depending on what's happened, depends on what happens to Uni, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Be- because Uni, Trey Lane, Floor Colossals, go to whatever map that you want. Absolutely. So well, uh, then I'm and I'm I'm interested to hear your um your suggestion here then because that that was about the that was about the best one that I saw so uh, hit lay it on me. Uh, core, the Klingon. Uh, I, I think both of the t- super rare title figures are extremely good. Uh, core, the Klingon title character. Mm-hmm. Um, it deserves a day in the sun. Uh, and the 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 reason why is the the plus one uh, title character uh, ability, free action total plus two this turn. Uh, it's soldier keyworded. Uh, so pair him instantly, of course, with General Lane who has leadership, and I get six actions this turn. Mm-hmm. You have three. I have six. 
guess who's going to get out action consistently every single game? Yeah. Right. Um, so so I I I truly believe uh, that uh, there there is something there that can be done with that plus two action total uh, that's just going to completely swamp and overwhelm people. Yeah. Uh, I, I I haven't found what that magic is yet, uh, right. but this is this is a route to six actions a turn, uh, and I I think that that's worth exploring. Yeah, or a route to seven actions in four hundred limited. Absolutely. So no, I agree. And then we talked about uh, the uh, Romulan uh, character mm-hmm. there too. So I mm-hmm. um I I agree with that. And and they got long dials for a hundred too. That's that's always Thanks. big. Really, really do. And, and again, the the longer that they're on the board, the more that they use those title character abilities. Because he's got twenty five point Klingons he can be calling in, right? That that are decent secondary and tertiary attackers. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty five and thirty five point Klingons. So you can't let him sit there, <laughs> right? You you can you cannot afford to let him sit there because he is he is a character that literally generates other figures. And adds two to the action total. Yeah. Right. Like that—that's a nightmare scenario. If if you can't if you can't handle it, um, and p- of course pairing it with something like the teleporter, where okay, you kill something he calls in. Great. You probably did three or more damage. I'll take those two clicks. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, hundred um, percent. I was going to see the. Uh, it doesn't look like. Um, it doesn't look like that that the the chair panther has warrior, mm. which is disappointing. Does he have politician? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I bet, he, I bet, I bet he's ruler. Ah, he probably is. Uh, O fifty eight, Illuminati ruler in Wakanda. Mm. Makes uh, perfect sense. Yeah, but uh, still, you could probably. Pair, uh, you know, get a nice little warrior or a soldier themed team with a with a teleporter, and you know, get the Black Panther out there in three hundred modern, um, mm-hmm. and then just crank out the warriors, crank out other things. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you're talking about so one. Let's see, with the toughness, so let's see, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, Nightwing has. Nightwing gets him, but has to use both attacks mm-hmm. with uh, with Uni calling him out. Uh, uh, and it's it's also wor- worth noting that if if you are going to flurry him, uh, he's got combat reflexes. His is essentially his entire dial. Yeah. Right. So then Nightwing's hitting a nineteen. Right. So let's see. Chases. Was there anything else in the super rares you were thinking? Uh, no, I, I think I think that's that's pretty much. Um, yeah. I, again, uh, core core is bar none my my favorite of of the super rares. Yeah. Now that now that I've took there sat there and read him a little bit more, I, I agree with you. Um, chases uh, this one. So I pulled Khan in my case, mm. uh, which you, so you you pulled the only chase that matters. <laughs> I think so. Uh, right. I mean, I think I think even for favorite, right. Um, I, I I don't I don't think that the other two are even worth discussing. I don't I don't see it. I don't see a situation. Uh, maybe if if you figured out some like Federation madness, 
and uh, you can you can work something with like Title Kirk. Okay, I can hear that. And then uh, the 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 way the sideline active thing works, it's kind of cool. Um, so because he can use you you can free action Title Kirk. Call uh, switch this guy out. Um, if Title Kirk hasn't moved, you CCE as a free action, and then you CCE again. Yeah. Right. So so it's essentially flurry with a close combat with close combat expert. Yeah. Um, and that's not terrible, right? Right. Uh, and then and then it instantly reverts. So so the the replacement is temporary, uh, which I think is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that may see a little bit of play if someone figures out how to break Title Kirk. Um, I, I don't, I don't see how to break Title Kirk right now. Um, but some, there are smarter people than I, so it's, it's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, but Khan, uh, I, the, the most obvious choice here is, is Khan, both right. as favorite and meta. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, he's, he's the favorite, right? He gets, that's his name gets yelled out. Um, everybody knows that. Um, yeah, all, all protection. His keywords, right. All his keywords are generic. <laughs> so, and they're good all one. good. Yeah. Past ruler, soldier, warrior. Okay. Thank you. Why not? Right. For sure. Um, good dial. Uh, yeah. for hundred points. Good uh, dial length. A limited pick a power at sixty points. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Right. So on 60 points, he begins with click 4, so that's 8, 10, Precision Strike, 17, Toughness, 2 with the Damage Special. Uh, choose a standard damage power that an opposing character within range can use. Khan can use that power until your next turn. If you choose Atwit, Perplex, or Prob, uh, also modify his combat values by plus 1. Um, yeah. I was, like I said, I, I was fortunate enough to pull this guy as well. Uh, he's just, just a badass, which mm-hmm. he should be, right? Yeah, he was uh, he was a villain for an entire movie. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I the other ones I, I'm getting them just because I complete sets. But um, yeah, Khan's definitely the the big dog. Uh, Kirk, right, could be uh, Sulu. Sadly, not. I don't think. Um, you know, his, his Mega Free Blades is not um, not untrivial, but um. Yeah, Con Con is where it's at, uh, and you mentioned um, the map too. Um, yeah, but both both the maps. Um, so I I looked at uh, I, I also bought the starter set, um, just because you know I, I I feel the need to to have all the maps. Um, the, the 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 map that stands out the most to me is definitely the cave with the blocking. Yeah, the, um, and that's the OP map cave. That's the OP right. map. Yeah. Uh, so it it definitely um, some of those squares of, of of blocking some of those little I guess alcoves that they created those little rooms um, are super super tricky to get line of fire into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's super important uh, to 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 be aware if, if someone puts you on that map. Yes, and um, with a Wonder Woman jet being a thing. Uh, you could get it's, locked in, locked into certain parts of the map that you can't get out of very mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that 
it, it makes it a it makes it a nightmare for for players that that wouldn't be prepared for that. You know, um, I, I, one one of my least favorite rules changes uh, was the destroy action for walls. Um, to me, that didn't make a lot of sense. I don't I don't understand why that was necessary. Um, I I think that's that really hampers uh, the way we get around the map. Yeah, um, it does. Because the fact that the fact that Doc Ock can't flurry a wall and then hit somebody on the, on the other side uh, that 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 just bugs me on like on, on even uh, a, a character development level. You know, Doc Ock. Of course, Doc Ock could come through that wall and punch you. You right. know, that's his thing, right? That's his entrance. That's what he does. He comes right. through walls and people. Um, but he can't do that anymore, and that's that really uh, disappoints me. Yeah, yeah, me too. So let's jump into our uh, let's round out the show with our uh, viewer questions here. Mm-hmm. Um, so David Stockman wants to know what is your favorite piece from the set, from the Star Trek set. Oh, absolute favorite overall piece, uh, Corn, uh, the Klingon commander. You uh, know. I think uh, I think I'm just I'm what now that you sat there and had me read it and explain it to me I'm going to agree with you on that one, a hundred percent. That guy's pretty awesome, and he has perplex. So mm-hmm. topped out. So he's a twelve charge with blades. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yes. So let's go. Let's talk a little bit about. So Lucas Tom Van Hollen writes in. Do you think that limited is more is better than less limited? And is it fair to say that limited requires more steel than constructed, or is it just a different style of thought? And favorite change to the rock in the past three months. So I think we'll talk. Uh, we'll we'll stop a second and talk about um, the rock schedule is up. It was posted in the group. Uh, posted power did a good job of uh, posting it everywhere. Um, and the the big deal with the schedule this year is uh, limited um, season or modern season starts in May uh, March first as compared to May first. Um, but you still have the choice of running uh, modern or limited all the way up until June, um, and then the uh, alternative formats of four hundred Rock Age, Silver Age, or Modern Age limited are still there as well. Um, the Rock Limited format got changed a little bit. Um, no um, special terrain, no characters equipped during force construction, uh, no uh, event dials, battlefield conditions, feats, ID cards, constructs, relics, or resources. Um, a lot of that was the same, but the big thing was special terrain got no, added. Um, and characters... And characters equipped during sense. force it, destruction. That needed to be added. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the terrain was too much and limited. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the characters equipped during force construction, that was in there before. Um, but it did take out, like, playing some of the Thor chases um, at their full potential in limited as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, remind me what the questions were again. So the questions were, do you think limited, do you think that more limited is better than less limited? Um, um, so I, I, I don't think 
that, that Howard's intent here was to say less limited. Um, his, his view is more, and, and I, 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 I hope I'm not trying to speak for Howard here, but his view, I believe, is to open it up, to give people the option to run the event that they want to run. Um, I, I, I tend to gravitate towards modern events just because you know, I'm a competitive player. I'm going to Origins every year. I'm going to the Rock Cup every year. Um, those are huge investments for me, and I want to maximize my opportunity to win and to qualify for those events. Um, therefore, getting as much modern play in as possible is critical to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, uh, for people who, who love limited events, you have a lot. You have more freedom to run more limited events now than you did before, right? Yeah, so, you do. so he didn't. He didn't shorten the limited season. He just gave you the option to run modern sooner. Yeah, no, I agree. So, and I think I agree. You know, our, our uh, I don't want to speak for Dave, the host that didn't show up this week. Um, but Dave was, uh, Dave was awful um, adamant in some of his opinions on the matter. Uh, so I apologize if anybody got offended by Dave's uh, opinions. Uh, but the point is, is that uh, forcing a limited season, uh, or at least my point is, is that forcing a limited season doesn't make venues buy more kits. Uh, Agreed. Giving them more of a choice makes them buy kits. Um, so if you wanted to run modern in February, and you couldn't until May, you might run an event in February instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this this is this is one of the critical differences between rock before and rock now. Rock is now a business. Yep. It is owned by a businessman who who whose intent is to sell kits, right? Yeah. So H- Howard, for the most part, and again, I, I I'm trying not to speak for Howard, doesn't care <laughs> what the format is. As long as the event is run, people are happy and the rules are followed. Yeah, right. He that that that, that that's sense. what he cares about. That's what yeah, he cares about. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and what, what was the second question that he asked? So, is it fair to say that limited requires more skill than constructed, or is it just a different style of thought? Uh, it's it's a different style of thought. Um, I agree. Although I, yeah. I, I I will say that there is less to think about in limited, uh, obviously, versus in modern. Um, so it, it's, it's a little bit more straightforward than modern is in, yeah. in, in, in its thinking. Um, I, I, for for per perfect example, uh, in, in limited games, nine times out of ten, I'm not worried about your sideline. Right? right. You, may, you may have some stuff over there that's going to give you some... You know, arbitrary ability, a perplex or something, whatever, that's fine. I'm moving on and focusing on what's on your board. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in, in modern, you have to focus on threats that you cannot immediately see. Mm-hmm. And you have, to, you have to be able to predict uh, what your opponent can do with more than just the sum of what you, what you can see that he has access to. Um, and, and I think that that's, that that's the bigger trick in yeah. modern. No, I agree completely with you there. Um, no, I think limited requires more, 
um, more positioning skill, mm-hmm. more uh, actioning skill mm-hmm. um, than than say modern does. Um, I, personally, I don't like three hundred limited. Um, I'm a more of a four hundred limited guy. And 300 limited, for the most part, I don't feel like I can fit enough stuff on my competitive team to make me happy. Agreed. Uh, I, I, I completely agree with that. And, and you know, and folks can take that how they want, right? They can take that as, well, Daniel doesn't have enough skill to play a 300, <laughs> a, another, a 300 limited game. You know, and, and you know what? That's fine. It's whatever, right? I, if... If I don't think that I can, if I don't think that I'm happy with what I can put on a team for a format, then you're right. I, I maybe I'm not good enough to play it, but I don't, I don't particularly like it. Right? I think 400 limited, I can get enough stuff on a team to make me happy, and in 300 modern, I can certainly get enough stuff on a team to make me happy. Uh, to me, it goes back to 300 limited is more of, well, if I can only put this much stuff on a team then, you know, let's just go ahead and roll off three times in a row, and whoever wins that um, <laughs> right, just right. wins the game. Um, to me, the, the complexity and amount of stuff stuffs that I can put on a team uh, is what makes uh, Heroclix worth it to me. Um, Absolutely. Uh, if not, I can go, uh, you know, we can play Monopoly or something. But it's kind of... Right. Uh, it, it's certainly more more skill and positioning and that sort of thing, for sure. Um but uh, it's not so much about how much crap you fit into 300 points, which personally makes me happy. Um, Kiefer, I hope I said your name right, Kiefer Potts, are the chases for Star Trek worth aftermarket purchase? Um, uh, tribbles? Uh, I, I'm no, he said, he said chases. He said, are the chases for Star Trek worth aftermarket purchase? Um, I... I... No. I, I I don't see them being no worth big money. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're not a if you're not a collector, you could probably pr- pass ch- uh, chasing the chases. Agreed. Um, the the only hesitation with that uh, would be um, from a, from a meta perspective, if if they release better Captain Kirks and better Sulus, um, the mechanic. That both both those chases offer uh, could could be useful, right? If, if if you can give me a better main force Kirk and a better main force Sulu, those those chases could be useful. Mm-hmm. Is is that fair? Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Mr. Potts writes in: Are there any meta pieces from the set? We talked about that in the set review, uh, mm-hmm. and then he says Mangog. Mangog. It's <laughs> just just to mention Mangog. Is that is that? That's that's more of Dave's thing, but uh, it's oh. uh, it's Mangog. Oh, uh, just yeah. Mangog, just Mangog, Wes. I, I'm I'm with you. <laughs> um, so Brent Haraba writes in ideas to keep clicks alive in my area. There are no venues left. I think it's due to a combination of cost to get meta pieces. And the bad experience have when players bring players bring meta to house games. I found that I need to play meta to enjoy the games, but feel bad when my opponent gets washed. Um, so there's a, and I want to combo this with um, 
with a, with a local guy here, uh, Mr. William Dickey wrote in and said, what would it take to get Clickstoff to come to our shop and teach us unworthy scrub lords how to actually play this damn game? <laughs> um, so, so there, there's two things there and it, it's tough, right? So it, it does take a <coughs> caring, ju- it does take a judge and a shop owner that wants to support the game. That that's step number one. There, there um, has to be that under under underlying feeling of we care about this, right. right? From a shop perspective, and the judge needs to care about things. Um, now, it's always this perspective of how does the casual and the meta compete with each other? Um, you have to be able to have fun in what you're doing, and you know. And I, I would be wondering, Brett, you know, is there a difference of people bring, bringing meta pieces, right? So if, if folks are bringing Nick Fury every week, you know, you need to talk to them. They need to not bring Nick Fury every week. Um, but if there's this thing where folks are like, well, I'm not moving this far because of, you know your range. You can get me. I'm gonna. You can position better than I can. So I'm gonna move here, and you kind of get this stalemate. I, I think that that comes kind of naturally in a lot of games, even even casual ones. Um, a- absolutely. If, if there is no benefit for me to move in within the opponent's range to hit me, why would I move in the range for them to hit me? Yeah. Right. Uh, so so yeah, uh, I, I completely agree. What uh, one thing. Uh, uh, and this is pretty much my my only two cents. And if, if I'm hijacking things, Daniel, no, go for uh, it, go for it. That definitely shut me up. Um, uh, if you have people in, in your venue who you would describe as meta, or com- or at least people who want to be meta players and want to be competitive players, um, but you need to maintain. I guess the casualness, if if I can coin a phrase there, casualness of your venue, encourage those meta people, those those meta heads, those those competitive people, the people who do bring Nick Fury to every single event. Um, I I want you to encourage them to look at ROC online. Um, We we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, no, that's perfect. That's a good idea. Critical that we talk about it. our, our, our ROC Online is really going to kick off in January. We're going to be doing eight-man pods, uh, sort of first-come, first-serve, uh, and they're all going to be trials. Um, so so we're, we're just going to fire them up. Whenever, whenever we get enough people, they fire off, and they're going to be high-end competitive events. You know, and we, we are setting it up so you can qualify for the ROC World Cup and never leave your house. Right, so we we are we are creating this. Uh, I, I think I use this term with you in private message, Daniel. Uh, this this ecosystem uh, where people who are stuck in areas where maybe their venue doesn't support clicks enough, or they're uh, they're a, a competitive player in a casual tournament scene, uh, and they're not really getting the clicks that they want. You know, whenever I say the clicks that they want, I mean the the, the quality of game that they're looking for. Yeah. Um, I, I I think ROC Online is the answer to to scratch that particular itch. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I think I, I highly encourage you to to join the ROC online Facebook group and, and ask questions. Uh, I'm an admin there. I'm one of the event coordinators there, along with Aaron Cantu and Alex Hughes. Um, all great people working very, very hard to try to give you a good product. Yeah, and uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and share that in our group too. I don't think you've shared it in the Clickstaff page too. So share share all that stuff in the Clickstaff group too. I can and will. So. Uh, so we we actually uh, probably there have been several attempts uh, at a at a um, both both online play for clicks and uh, specifically uh, we use Discord uh, to communicate and I know that there have been a lot of attempts at uh, a HeroClix Discord channel. Um, I I think that that's one of the things that we've we've been able to hit on the head pretty well. Uh, we we have a pretty active. Uh, Discord chat, um, and I'm extremely proud of that. Yeah, we do. I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I um, to be a member. So that that would be that would be the 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 one thing. If if your competitive players are showing up and constantly just blowing people out of the water or making it not fun for your casuals, encourage them to go to to the area that they will be challenged, right? Yeah. And that that will allow them to step down their weekly play to a more casual level, because they're getting the 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 type of clicks game that they need somewhere else. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a great answer that we can use for those now. Uh, but and it's still even that weekly stuff has to go down to the judge and the and the store owner. Absolutely. Um, and. Uh, you know, and the competitive versus casual, you know, they have the outlet for it now. And, you know, even with the kits becoming cheaper, right, you know, uh, rally the stores in your area. You know, Brent, I see that you only have one game within 100 miles. You know, uh, you know, for the weekly stuff, that you know, that's that's maybe unovercomable. For the competitive stuff and needing to get that out of your system, if Rock Online... Uh, isn't isn't an option for folks for whatever reason? You know the the kit cost is very favorable to calling up store owners and getting a little regional put a little within your geography region geographical region uh, an event put together. Um, the the four states that I put together the, this past year just as an example, um, you know I, I didn't have a state for Illinois. I called the I called and asked for the store the store owner and I was like, hey man, here's who I am and here's what we're trying to do. Do you could you spend two hundred dollars on a steak kit? And he was like, that would be perfect. We would love to do that, and it turned out great. Hmm. Um, so the, there's, uh, lo- there's lots of options for the meta player, um, uh, but the, the, to, to help them balance out that casual, I think is the point. I, I agree. It, it's it's the constant struggle. I think as as I was telling Daniel uh, before before we started recording, uh, Lucky Dice Cafe, which is Howard's uh, new shop here in Huntsville, uh, our, our competitive players outnumber the casual players. We we it's it's almost a two to one ratio, um, and and we everyone struggles with that balance between uh, competitive and casual. Um, and I, I think that the, the, the solution is being the competitive players the outlet to where they can sharpen their sword and still enjoy the game. Yep. 
Um, John Drapp writes in, why do you think that Trek got a full set, but TMNT only still gets the gravity feed sets? Uh, so, I, I think that's pretty straightforward. Uh, variety. Uh, so, you can only do so many Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Milano's. <laughs> right? You can only do so many. I, I, right. And, and in, the, in the short time, in the short time that that set has been uh, been modern age, and those those figures have been released, those four characters have been the most duplicated figures of, of modern, easily. Yeah, uh, pretty yeah, easy, I, right? I, Other than like I, Batman, I, I, and I, Batman and Superman, right? Well, but it it, it rivals those. Like I, I I would very easily easily say that there are probably. Uh, an equal number of of one of those turtles to like the numbers of Captain America Let's or Iron see. Man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Leonardo's mm-hmm. and Superman. Um, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, Whoa. seventeen, Whoa. seventeen <laughs> Supermans. Whoa! I mean, but still, t- uh, seventeen, Leonardo. seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, <laughs> twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six. 26, okay, no, 26 Supermans in modern currently. No one ever complained that we don't have enough Superman. Right. Okay, thanks. Yeah. There are 26 yeah. in modern. But no, I'm That's, with you. I'm with you. Like Batman, yeah. uh, Leonardo, and those guys are up there pretty close now. Um, and that might even be more than the amount of Iron Man's currently in modern. Um, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Only 14 Iron Mans and 10 Leonardos. And there are only 16 Captain Americas. Uh, so whenever whenever the numbers of that character... When, so how how old is the first teenage, uh, TM, TM, TMNT set? Uh, like April, 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 a, April will be two years. Okay, so so in two years... Uh, let's, let's fast forward to April... In two years, uh, we have had ten uh, uh, Leonardos, and in the same time span, we've had fourteen Iron Mans. Right. Okay, that is why it is in a five-figure booster set. <laughs> to where <laughs> at Star Trek, outright. right? Star Trek each series is its mm-hmm. own full fifty-figure set. Right, uh, but but how many how many Kirks are there? There are like three Kirks, maybe four, I think. Right. So, but that's but that's balance, right? Because the next Star Trek set, I hope, will not be based on the original series. We all hope that the next Star Trek set will be the next generation, right? And then they'll do DS Nine, and then Voyager, and so on and so forth. Great, yay! That's what we want to see. Mm-hmm. So the next set, maybe we'll have four Captain Picards, but it won't have four more Captain Kirks. Right. Right. Exactly. Where. Whereas the, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle set are always going to have 
four of the main four, right? We, so, so we know going into those gravity feeds what 16 of those characters are going to be. <laughs> yeah. Right? So if it's a 30-figure gravity feed, half of it is going to be based on four characters. Yeah, for sure. So Alan Dwyer writes in, uh, how did 300 points become the standard build? How does it help the game, or does it possibly leave some feeling too restrictive? Uh, so I think the answer to that is the standard build used to be 200. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this whole idea that uh, Heroclix does compete in the board gaming space. Um, so it's the rounds are supposed to be 45 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour uh, based on the pickup instructions. Um, and 300 points is a reasonable casual game to get through in an hour to pick up the game and put it back down. Um, but the the, the HeroClix allows the flexibility to play four, five hundred, thousand, six thousand point games if you want. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of those bigger point games are not doable in forty five minutes. And, and and frankly, because the game is three hundred is not arbitrary in WizKids decision making. The game is designed around three hundred points. Yeah. Uh, the 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 absolute shenanigans that you could pull even in four hundred modern, right? It just four hundred full modern. You could pull some just just some shit that that would prevent your opponent from being able to play the game. Yeah. So it, if if you start going to those higher point levels, um, you can build a team that the opponent will just sit there until you kill them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And that's not that's not fun for for anyone. So the game is designed around that three hundred point mark. Yeah, for sure. But it's flexible to play whatever you want. Absolutely. So, uh, Drew Warren, how good are Tribbles really? They're pretty damn good for five points. Absolutely. Um, they're not the best po- five points in the game. They are the best five point character in the game. Fair. But I don't think there's really been any other five point characters. Um, let's see. If I equal to five characters, um, a bunch of ID cards. Right? Yeah, a bunch <laughs> of ID cards. Um, yeah, no character has been five points. Uh, there's been feats, and there's been pogs at five points, but no characters. Um, so. Um, Peter Zachary uh, wants. Oh, we miss Harrison Fordyce. Are smaller point characters easy to build around than a larger point characters? Uh, is it easier to support a tempo or to reinforce a chain? Ooh, uh, so that's a very subjective question, man. Uh, the 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 question will always come down to what is your play style? Yeah. Um, Michael Smith, uh, member of Team Strategy, good buddy of mine, won Big Bang, I think, twice in a row, right? Yeah. Uh, he is a tentpole guy. Uh, he is going to take one guy, you're going to hit him very hard, and then he's going to turn around and hit you harder. That's the way you have to play a tentpole. Um, and he is very, very good at that. I am not. I get bored playing tentpole teams. My, my teams tend to be a lot more intricate, and, and it's like, Eight different moving parts that no one has any of the clue idea what I'm doing, and people just accept my turn at the end of it. Uh, but uh, it, it's, it, it must come down to your play style. What do you play better? Um, yeah. 
I, I think that's I, I don't know what other answer to give to that. Yeah. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that answer. It's what what's your goal? What's the uh, purpose of your team? And uh, make it, uh, you know, build from there. How, how do you want to win? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, I've liked, I've played some swarms before, not competitively, at least in testing. Um, 400 Limited two years ago, I really wanted to play Lockjaw and four Deck Stars. Um, and it, just, I, it did not work out the way I wanted it to. But before Phoenix Force retired, uh, I tested four Lockjaws and full Phoenix Force. And that that made some people cry because all of them had poison, all of them had flight, all of them were invulnerable. <laughs> and it's... what's funny is that all of them could carry each other now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, really good guys. It's really, really good. I missed the I missed that uh, lockjaw. Mm. Oh, I'm I'm really excited that he's going to be one of the WKO prizes. Me too. I'm Me really too. curious, and and the fact that he's the big one, right? Like he's the the first place prize. That mm-hmm. blows my mind. Uh, that they're they're putting a lot of stock in the, into this lockjaw. Better, be better be a good exciting. lockjaw, right? Um. So Peter Zachary with the release of Star Trek will Trey Lane be the new replacement for Mixie? Um. For when he rotates, mm, probably. So, uh, I so, you just the Mixie. So in practice, the dice thing, right? We talked about that, but in practice, Mixie becomes more of a pulse waver than he Absolutely. is than he is for the die. Um, he's 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 an attacker, um, and not only that, he's a good attacker yeah. because he he just locks the opponent's team down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and also the other really big thing with Mixie is the size change. Yeah. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. Um, and Trailing has has neither one of those abilities uh, for twenty five points less, twenty uh, or 20, 20 points less. Excuse yeah. me. Um, he the the only advantage that that Trelane has over Mixie that I see is that he has sidestep and has a stop click. Yeah. Other than that, I I don't see I don't see how that the point economy works out. Uh, I I think that they looked at the popularity of Mixie and they valued the wrong thing. Yeah, and and they they overcosted that trade. Yep. Perfect, uh, William Dickey. To actually to answer your question, um, it's hard for us to come up during the week when you're an hour ahead. Uh, but if you were to plan something on a Saturday, and uh, we're always available on Facebook, uh, Dave, Jason, and I, uh, if you have any questions for us, but uh, we'd love to come up and uh, play around with y'all someday uh, as well. So. Um, we we tend and, we tend to would not would not probably want to just come in full, quote unquote full force to like a weekly event, um, but uh, if you if you want uh, if you have any questions or ever want us to come up and kind of demo the game with some of your guys on a Saturday, we could probably do that. If you're if you're super lucky, Daniel Powell will ask you to toss a salad. Oh gosh, you know <laughs> what? There's things called being naive uh, that still exist in this world. Um, People still do have innocence, Wes. Um, his actual question is: What is your non? What is your favorite non-meta format to play? Oh, um, Bizarro. Do- no, no, Rock- non-meta. Rocket oh, is still um, meta. Yeah. 
So limited or modern would still be meta. I would say a Bizarro Dial Knight. Bizarro Dial Knight. Um, yeah, definitely that. Um, could I could I say Sidekick Knight? Would that would that qualify as an answer? Yeah, I love just uh, getting getting the new guys in with just uh, simple simple three hundred modern teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are those are two strong uh, fun things. Uh, David Gosselman writes in uh, limited forever. Um, okay. Yeah, we know Dave. We know, buddy. Um, so one thing we didn't talk about here, Symbio, is uh, thoughts on Mr. Scott shenanigans with Mr. Nobody. Um, um, so so it, it, Mr. Scott and, and Mr. Nobody, the combo here that uh, Symbio is referring to. Um, uh, so Mr. Scott can essentially eat an object to get an extra perplex in a turn. Uh, so if you have three objects on your team, he can get two, two four perplexes in a single turn. And he can, he can uh, do, do like a plus two, plus two, or plus three, plus one uh, in a single turn, which is nice, uh, but it's sort of a one-shot thing, right? Um, yeah, so, so if you're... Yeah, it's really, yeah, really dependent... Because you know, that's ninety, that's one hundred and five points. That's not dedicated to attacking. Assuming that your opponent actually plays um, objects that are worth a cost. So I, I, I think that Mister Scott is definitely worth talking about. Um, I, I, I think that he uh, has has very very strong potential. Um, I, I would be more interested. And if you're going to look at something to pair with him, uh, look at something that generates uh, objects. Yeah, like shifting, shifting focus soups. It's a good one. Something, something like that, because uh, I, I don't want to rely on my opponent playing objects yeah. in order for me to, in order for that combo to pull off. I don't like that. Um, because if my opponent just doesn't play objects, then why is Mr. Nobody there? Right. Right? Um, so that's that's a lot of wasted points in the build in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mr. Scott is a very strong figure. Um, I think he's a common, right? Uh, uncommon. No, he's an uncommon. Um, I, he's, he's definitely um, I, wor- wor- worthy of, of, of seeing his day in the sun. Uh, he's what forty points, thirty points, fifty. Oh, is he fifty? That's a little high. Uh, so when looking at a perplexer at fifty points, uh, red leader uh, is seems like a better solution for me. Um, I could be wrong though. Yeah, it could be, could be worthwhile. I would say from our mine and yours perspective, if anybody can figure it out and make it good, uh, it would be Symbio and his buddies on the West Coast. Mm. That that's a that seems like a West Coast sort of thing. They'll figure out how to give an opponent a meal near, and then take it away, and then score the points, and make an opponent cry. Mm. That that's not actually possible, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna, they'll I'm, figure it out. They'll, they'll figure it out. They'll they'll make it happen on the West Coast. Uh, right. Weston Signer says, if you could only choose one different license to make a brand new full figure HeroClick set to be released in the oh. ten booster brick format, what would it be? Examples: DBZ, Star Wars, Transformers, etc. Um, I oh. don't know. I don't know about you, but I, 
Star Trek is my was my thing. I actually wanted I, that I, for a while. Uh, um, Star Trek Star Trek has always been my thing. Um, um, I, and I've said this before. I I was a Star Trek guy, long before I was introduced to the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I don't like Star Wars, um, but uh, I'm certainly a Trek guy more than a Star Wars guy. Um, but if I had to pick another one, ooh, that's a tough one. And I actually thought about this question before the show too, Weston. Um, I I would probably say Transformers. Uh, Transformers in a, a Pacific Rim gravity feed set. But he asked specifically for a ten booster five figure, format or, yeah, or a five figure booster. Um, uh, that's that's hard, man. Uh, because because again, you, in order to make a five figure booster work, you have to have a set with enough diversity in characters in order to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, my belief, my belief is that DBZ has that. Yeah. I I I I, I believe that DBZ has that because we, you could even make common Goku, you know, just regular black hair Goku, and then as, as he goes up in rarity, he goes up in like transformation level. Something like that. You could make that a cool little thing to to sort of excuse using this character multiple times. And you could probably get some pretty cool mechanics off with the transformations. Yeah. Um, so so I, I think that would be that would be fun. Uh, plus there are a lot of 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 little people in Z, that it, or in Dragon Ball, just in general, and across the multiple franchises of Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. uh, that have an episode or two where their name is mentioned, uh, who I, I I would just put like a step above 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 a generic, um, right. that I, I that I think could flesh out the meat of the set yeah. uh, to to fill out those boosters. I agree, and I think something like Transformers or say Gundam. Um, mm, Gundam, you, I could see a Gundam set. That'd yeah, but be cool. but you can only have so many Colossals, right? So maybe Gundam with a Super Booster set. Um, but then I don't think you capture all of the Gundams that you would need to capture. I I, I so on this note, and I, we may be running long. I, I I'm good on time, Daniel Power, no, but no, I, I'm good. I'm good. Um. The the new Infinity uh, War booster brick and the way that's done, uh, I'm going to be because the, those booster bricks are going to be super expensive, right? Like the the price on those bricks is a lot higher. Yeah, they're up, uh, they're up about about twenty bucks or so. Um. So, but for the for venues, uh, they, that that probably means like a twenty five thirty dollar increase in price, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I'm really curious about how that's going to affect things like sealed for that set. Yeah. Um, I, I really don't know how sealed's going to work with that. Um, I'm, I'm going to be curious. Yeah. Do you get one? Do you get? I mean, because you're talking about probably a fifty dollar entry for for a sealed. Yeah. And it makes you wonder what that's is that coming out in May. Um, is there going to be something else before Worlds? Um, if not, you're going to be having super expensive worlds entries and battle royal entries. So, mm-hmm. but our, and then our last question for tonight is uh, Sean Gladden. Uh, if you're not buying much of this set, what would be a few must-haves? He's thinking tro- uh, Tree Lane, 
and Lieutenant Kyle. Uh, yep, those two for sure. Um, I think if I was just buying singles, you tell me if you disagree. Uh, Trey Lane, Lieutenant Kyle, the three title characters, as many triples as you can get your hands on, and I would say the two, um, the long-dialed super rare guy that we talked about, and uh, probably Boy. like Horta and Ahura, um, you're probably talking about 60 bucks worth of singles at most. Fair. Um, it, again, it really depends on where the aftermarket settles on tribbles, which is anyone's guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, again, I, I completely agree with uh, with what uh, Dan- Daniel's suggestion was. All, all three of the Kyle characters have potential. Uh, it's just a matter of of figuring out which one is the right one for you. Yep. So. All right, Wes, that uh, that does wrap up everything we had to cover today, so we'll switch it over to final thoughts. Um, you can go in with your final thoughts. Um, my final thoughts are if you missed out on buying into the Star Trek set, whether you're a collector or uh, a, a meta player, my thought is that you missed out. Uh, I, I, I think that this is that this is a solid set. Um, worthy of a five-figure booster, um, worthy of of being included in modern, uh, and uh, it's a, it's it's a great set. It's a great set for sealed. Uh, the the only thing that really bugs me from a sealed perspective about this set is the fact that that stealth is so incredibly common, and there is no improved targeting. <laughs> there is zero improved targeting and zero flight, right. but there's lo- a lot of perplex and plot prob. Right, so there, there, there's tons of ways to get around and do what you need to do. Um, so uh, if if you missed out on this set, go and get some. Uh, it, it's it's worth the money. It's a solid set, and from a from a meta player's perspective, there's a there's a lot of meat in here to be competitive with. Yep, perfect. I agree with that. Um, my final thought. Since Dave isn't here, Mangog. <laughs> so, well, Wes, thanks for being on today, and um, thanks everybody for listening to Clicked Off, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Adios.